This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, joined by Mickle today. Just Mike, uh, Tyler, and Pat are out today. Should have him back this week. Another great uh, Sunday in the books, man. Dude, another good one. We got Bucks. Yeah, that was awesome. First and foremost. Second, the two of us both had Devontae Adams in the uh, primary leagues. Oh, man, I laid a fat one on Tyler, and <laughs> I am so sorry, man. I put 215 up. That's probably the league record, honestly. And I put 190 on Tyler in our other league. Both of <laughs> us with Adams. Sorry, Tyler. Ugh, yeah. That's a tough one. That That is tough. I mean, having... To, to go against Devonte Adams was just horrible this week. Or you know you thought he was going to be the wide receiver one, but no, there was a <laughs> nope. Sunday night game. <laughs> Mr. Tyler Lockett decided to uh, outscore like himself in all the other games. I'm pretty sure. I, I can't believe that 50, bro. 15 catches, three touchdowns, 200 yards or whatever. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, that would just suck. I was lucky enough not to go against any of those guys in any leagues. Yeah, so. I was lucky enough to have two of them. Yeah, most leagues awesome. I do have Devani, so that, that <laughs> helps. Yeah, it actually it kind of killed my Metcalf shares. Metcalf had like a total dud, but whatever. Yeah, that was that was odd. I mean, it looks like the game plan was to stop him. And Can I get points for that chase down, oh my, please? That, that's one of the best plays I've ever <laughs> that seen. That was awesome, man. He was hauling ass. I've never seen someone run like in that scary. In that size, bro. It's insane. He... You know what I don't like is that he did that though. Like, like in the playoffs, that. yeah. Like he, I was like, dude, how did he's he not pull a hamstring? Yeah, I like I, he I, was running as fast as he freaking could, uh-huh. plus more trying. And yeah, he's gonna get uh, a game ball and a loss for that. <laughs> yeah, and you know we saw what happened to uh, Odell yesterday doing that. Oh, so yeah. uh, Od- no, but you do have to kind of chase him down, Odell. No, yeah, I know. But if I'm Odell, I never do that again. Of course, yeah. yeah so I'm surprised it, Odell did in the first place. I mean, yeah. Yep. It's, Speaking of Odell. Yeah, we'll get into the news and notes, and we'll kick off with uh, uh, Odell. You know, he's out for the season, torn ACL. Damn, pour one out. Shit, We've man. We've been pouring a lot out this, this season. Um, and then Baker, right after, has the best game of his career, maybe. Yeah, we're going to talk about Baker on Believe It or Not, man. He had, uh, he had a great game. Very bizarre. I mean, it was like, ugh, I don't. I'm not going back in on Baker, but yeah, yeah, not yet at least. Uh, Five so touchdowns. Jeez. I think you know this. This will make Jarvis Landry a little bit more valuable. He becomes like a wide receiver three. Yeah. Uh, one of their uh, another one we'll talk about with the waivers. I'm yeah, sure. uh, if if he's available in your league, and then there'll be the Rashard Higgins and stuff. Yep. But. Yeah, Jarvis, he'll, I mean, he's kind of banged up, too, so it'll be I tough. I know, he's got ribs and a hip, so it's like, geez, even him, he's hanging on by a thread. Yeah, um, I got a feeling, you know... Hooper, though, I like it for Hooper. Yeah, Hooper, too, is coming back in two weeks. That's a waiver wire guy. A lot of people dropped him this week yep. because of the... He was on a nice run before this, before his yep. in, he had three straight weeks of increased kind of productivity. Yep, over 10s, had, yeah. which is good for the tight end. Exactly, yeah. So they paid him a lot. It kind of sets up for a nice finish for... Uh, or a nice second half of the season for Hooper. Yep. Well, let's continue on with the uh, news and notes here. Andy Dalton enters NFL concussion protocol. How about that hit? He took a cheap one. 
And yeah. none of his boys stood up for him either. You see that? Yeah, nobody did anything. The Cowboys have no more fight left. It's it's season over. And they won't even trade for a quarterback, they said. Oh, they so said they're not going to do they're that? They're not going to do it because apparently uh, if they, they see it as pointless because they think Andy will be back in two weeks. And so uh, if they picked up a quarterback, he wouldn't be able to play in time for next week because of the COVID protocols or whatever. So it sounds like they're going to go with uh, with the backup. Danucci, I think his yeah. name is. Uh, oh, you borderline. I don't know offhand who Dallas plays next week. Is it the Giants? Um, no, they just played the Giants, didn't they? Dallas played the Giants. No, they played uh, Washington the week before uh, that. Oh I, yeah, they did play the Giants. I can look it no, up here, but uh, depending on the matchup here, you really need to strongly consider like you know Amari Cooper and Zeke Elliott excluded, but like um, all your other Dallas guys, you you need to consider benching next week if Danucci has to play. Uh, I think that they've got their next matchup is Philly, so oof. Um, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It's a uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Philly's well. going to feast on that offensive line. God, Philly's going to kill them. Uh, all right, next up is Kenyon Drake. X rays were negative, but uh, looks like he's going to be out a couple weeks. They think it's a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. So. Chase Edmonds time. Chase Edmonds, man. We'll talk about him on the waiver wire. Uh, he's going to be a big pickup. So. Yeah, like this is – well, yeah, we'll save that for Yeah, that. We'll, t- we'll talk about him in a little bit. Same with, uh, you know, Chris Carson's replacement. Foot injury, not considered uh, significant. Uh, I would imagine he's out uh, this week maybe. Um, so it would be Carlos Hyde. Yep. He's going to be on the waiver part of the show. Let's continue on. Uh, so what was weird yesterday was that Jarek McKinnon. Uh, yeah. He got one rush. He w- um, And I didn't even see the one rush. I like started it, him in one league. <laughs> I was this close to starting him uh, and just happened to not. It was totally random. The I mean, other guy you started got you at one point. I know. I started James <laughs> White Said a negative. Him. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, apparently Shanahan said that uh, like this was the plan all along was to give McKinnon a rest day. Yeah, and, um, someone you know, th- he's McKinnon has had a ton of injuries over his career, so I guess it makes sense that you know he had seen a heavy workload early in the season. But yeah, that's really tough for fantasy because there was no warning whatsoever. Yeah, so resting him is just weird because the last two weeks he hasn't really done anything. Yeah, the first four weeks he scored a bunch, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, That's I odd. imagine they've got him on a planned pitch count, you know, uh, like some yeah. sort of kind of like they do with pitchers. Uh, this week, though, like with, uh, you know, now that uh, Jeff Wilson is looking like he's out, um, Mostert's still out. It really is going to be just Jermichael Hasty and Jarek McKinnon. Yep. So uh, I don't think anyone's going to be brave enough to go back to the well on McKinnon next week. But if you're ballsy enough, he should be involved. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He he he. Sh- I think he How, will be, but right? I mean, geez, it's just weird that they're not using him now that Jeff Wilson's going to be out for sure. Another waiver wire guy. Sorry, there's a lot in the news and notes. Is uh, Jalen Rager's coming off injured reserve? Yep, he's only owned in 13 percent of leagues, I think. And in conjunction with Deshaun getting hurt again, yep. so he's going to slide right into that deep role. And they get to play Dallas. And they get to play Dallas. So yeah. he might be a flex start if you're feeling ballsy. Probably not going to get full amount of snaps, but. Mm-hmm. He came back like two weeks quicker than he was expected. Yeah, it's a thumb injury, right? Yep. Yeah. Belichick says Cam Newton is absolutely the starter. Oh, I didn't see that actually, dude. He's been horrible. Yeah, I know. But there, but you know, he's got I think three touchdowns and eleven interceptions on the year, something like that. Yeah, he's brutal. He was looking great at the beginning of the season when we were. 
it was bizarre though because like they were doing it without any weapons still and we still see that they have literally the worst i mean i i think i'd even take i would i would take the jets receiving weapons over the patriots <laughs> you know it's really crazy they are, are terrible and cam is not the type of player anymore that can you know make up for that clearly yeah. uh uh, I, I want to like say you know it's he just this is his first week of practice back, and you know he's coming off COVID and maybe that's affecting him. Mm-hmm. But it could be. It it's bad, man. They can't even move the ball. Nope. They had to pull him for Stidham, who we know is just you know t- absolutely terrible. It's totally tanked Edelman. Uh, it's tanked everyone. It really has. So oh, it, until further notice, you you really can't play Patriots players. Yep. He is a uh, he's a drop candidate this week. He'll be on holder fold, so we'll talk about him tomorrow. Nick Chubb could return after week nine bye. Yeah, so, I was looking at uh, I was actually looking at last night, kind of looking at Chubb's situation as a potential buy low, and mm-hmm. that news happened to come out. So perfect, yeah. If you can, if the team that has Chubb uh, needs an immediate win, go buy low for him. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I tried to contact the kid who has him in our league, but it didn't work. Nah. Uh, that was last week, though. Maybe this week. It's a new week. Yeah. And Antonio Brown's going to start practicing on Wednesday for the uh, Buccaneers. So, I actually, I saw with this, Bruce, like, misspoke. Like, he's going to be there on Wednesday, but he's not able to actually practice until, like, yeah. next week. So, I thought you need, like, five COVID Yeah, he's he's going to be there, like, in the facility, like, doing shit. But, like, he won't actually be putting on pads and practicing, I think, for another couple days. But he's going to play week nine, it sounds like, yep. against the Saints. Uh, we'll see what his role is. I mean, I want to say it's the Scotty Miller role we saw yesterday, but like, I'm not inclined to take Scotty Miller out. You know, I, yeah. Brady and him clearly have a great rapport, and so I, I don't know what to expect with AB's role. We are uh, loaded. Yeah, it's it's pretty absurd. Jeez, talking about what are we gonna do? We have Antonio Brown and Mike Evans <laughs> and Chris Godwin and Gronkowski. Where are all the good targets gonna go? <laughs> Crazy problem. <laughs> Um, next up is uh, Christian McCaffrey, a long shot to play Thursday. He was supposed to practice today, but then he was wearing a non-participation jersey. Faked everyone out. Yeah, so I don't that really makes sense see- though. Like you know, let him. You got the short week here, which gives you a long, an extra long week next week. Yeah, let him and sit. they have a bye next week, I think. Yeah, so like, that makes sense. I mean, I don't see up. this man playing this week. Me neither. Brashard Perriman is in league concussion protocol. Cool. <laughs> Philip Lindsay, same thing in concussion yep. protocol. Uh, if he's out, you know, Melvin Gordon's going to have a good week. But when they were playing together, they were getting 50 50 pretty I much. I know. And I've met Philip Lindsay's good. Yeah. I, I really like Philip Lindsay. And I actually think Melvin was running the ball good, too. He, yeah. He gets all the passing work. Mm-hmm. So that's what's good about Melvin is he gets a bunch of catches. Philip's not getting any of that. Melvin's right super reliable. I, uh, yeah. They, they're both pretty good. Tim Patrick's got a hamstring uh, injury, but he's considered day to day. Oh, I didn't actually see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure how he did yesterday. I think he had about four catches for like 50 yards, something okay. like that. The Bengals left tackle, Jonah Williams, uh, may miss week eight. That's not good. Jeez, with Mixon week to week as well. Uh, well, they consider him day-to-day right now, is what uh, Zach Taylor said That's for Joe good. Mixon. Uh, yeah, so next, Eagles are moving DJX to IR. Yep, that's kind of like... You know, opportune timing for Rager. Yep. They uh, just announced that Chris Carson is week to week. So he'll mm-hmm. probably miss this week. Yep. And that'll do it for the news and notes. Next part of the show. 
believe it or not. Believe it or not, Baker Mayfield is actually better without Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Five touchdowns. So funny. Uh, my brother and I were like laughing about this yesterday we're, while we were watching the game. We were like, this is going to be the topic on like every show. Is like, is Baker better without Odell? I think I've long thought that there is a, a like a mental aspect of playing with a receiver who maybe diva yeah diva receiver exactly where you're a little bit afraid if you don't get this man his targets um that he's gonna bitch and moan i don't know you know odell does a lot even when he's not getting the ball like he stretches out the defense takes away a safety requires a double team he requires the defense the game plan for him so it's hard (sighs) i don't know i mean we'll see there you know we'll see over the course of the season uh you know, their weapons look like shit without Odell, too. We're talking about Rashard Higgins and Jarvis banged up zombie Jarvis Landry. Yep. Um, so I don't know. Yesterday was certainly a great start, though. So. Yeah, I I want to say I believe it because the what you brought up about the Divas demanding the targets. And even um, I saw a clip of Odell. They scored a touchdown with Austin Hooper last week. And he goes up to Odell and Jarvis after the play and is like, you guys is coming. Like, mm-hmm. talking like, they're lining, like, you should be, like, happy that we scored, you know? You shouldn't even have to go over to them and be like, yours is coming too, yeah. you know? Like, you you got to get yours. Uh, it's There's just, definitely some of that, no doubt. I mean, dude, you can Odell's got the worst body language. Exactly. Play play, you know? And so I think he's going to play a little bit looser. Jarvis doesn't really have that problem with him. And he usually plays well. Or, like, two years ago when they didn't have Odell, he was really good that year. Right. Uh, his rookie year. And so, I'm uh, I'm gonna say he does do better than his first four weeks uh, or five weeks of the year without he Odell. So bad too. Yeah. Like the, in the beginning of the season, he has looked so bad and just so uncomfortable. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, fucking dialing it, dialed in. Was the Bengals defense? So we we will say that. Yeah. Uh, and he's had to play the Ravens twice, and they just demolished him both times yeah i i just have like i think it's going to be the same old baker sort of when they come up against a a tough defense he's going to fold uh you know like pressure gets in his face and he just kind of melts down so you know we'll we'll look at their schedule coming up they've got um the raiders this week so that's a great you know opportunity for baker to keep the stretch going then they go into their bye then they come out of their bye and they play houston philly jacksonville tennessee that's a decent four-game stretch there. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's worth keeping your eye on Baker. I mean, damn, the guy threw five touchdowns yesterday. you got to definitely keep your eye on him. Yep. Believe it or not, Ezekiel Elliott is no longer an RB1 on the season. Six I was, points yesterday. That's crazy. Um, I will say that his his spike RB1 weeks are like going to be super limited. Yep. Um, their O-line is bad. They have no. They don't have a lot of scoring opportunities, um, and that kills even the best running backs in terms of their like week to week upside. You know when they play in soft matchups, like I'm not sure what Dallas's schedule is coming up. Um, well, it's so, Philly and then Pittsburgh, so Philly. not very soft at all. See, that's tough. That's yeah. brutal. And those two matchups, he's going to have a really really tough time. Still, I mean, uh, Pollard is getting a little playing time, but not enough to be really concerned. Um, I'm gonna, I guess, believe it. But you're the Zeke owner. I'm interested uh, to hear. It's it's tough for me to pick 12 running backs I'd rather have over him. Right, exactly. Um, when you do that week to week, it's going to be really hard. I'm going to say I don't believe it uh, yet. It sure. could be possible. But, like, I was thinking in my head, would I rather want James Robinson than Zeke Elliott at this point? That might be a little uh, 
crazy to say, but he, James Robinson's been killing, man. He had 27 yesterday or whatever. RBs are like, it's a big-time situational thing. It um, really is. And I think you could, uh, you could if you're a Zeke owner and you want to get rid of him, I think you could still get a decent haul back. There's people that will still believe in him. And, you know, you might miss out on some good Zeke games. He could uh, come back and still be, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, RB1, but... He's had a he's like established a catch for yeah. the last two seasons. I mean, you it's obviously suffering with these jabroni quarterbacks, but um, yeah, you've got to hope that that catch floor comes back, kind of. Yeah, so I'm a little concerned. Uh, definitely, I'm gonna hold a little bit longer, but he's, I don't see how he does good the next two weeks. I know that's brutal. And then I'm looking at he's he goes into a bye. He comes out and plays uh, Vikings and Washington. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, um, or like you know, that's not Washington. Mm, yeah, they might. They need Zach Martin back for that. But then they play Baltimore. That's tough. Their last oh, three man. of the season are Cincinnati, San Fran, and Philly. Oh, that's not great. Other than Cincinnati, yeah, it's kind of tough. I, I'm. I'll say I. I believe it. Yeah, yep. but firm. He'll be in the RB two conversation every week. Um. Why did Pat just text our group and say, are we still doing 630? <laughs> oh, man. No, Pat. No, Pat. Show has is, show is started, brother. <laughs> Believe it or not, Josh Allen is no longer a must-start quarterback. He's taking a dip. <laughs> he looks like last year Josh Allen, which, a- which we talked about last week. Last year Josh Allen is not a bad fantasy quarterback. He's no, a yeah. perfectly, but it's ugly as shit again. He's missing throws again. He looks... Yeah, discombobulated. He has these dumb fumbles again. Uh, yeah, I mean, they he still did uh, the run game's horrible. Yeah, uh, other than Zach Moss did well, uh, and Devin Singletary's horrible. But uh, Zach Moss did well when he got his turn, and I think next game it's going to be mostly him. Yeah, they're, they're sick of the stuffs from Singletary. So, uh, like Zach Moss had uh, ten points last game mm-hmm. and all and some catches and stuff. So I see. He could quickly evolve into RB3, RB2, like touchdown yep. territory, you know. So they're going to try something new there because their run game's horrible. They did have 400 yards of offense still. Mm-hmm. So I think Josh is being able to move the ball. He's just inaccurate sometimes, so mm-hmm. they can't get in the end zone. Uh, their kicker had six kicks made. I think it, they won 18 to 10. <laughs> and they, uh, he missed two of them, so they should have. he could have had a career day. Um, I, I, I still believe he's a must-start. I mean um, – it's just because you know, like we said, it ain't pretty. But damn, he most more often than not, even when he's playing terrible, um, you know, he he will get you your twenty points at least. It seems like. Uh, what did he have yesterday? Um, bringing it up right now. Looks like he had uh, it's seventeen. So his last three weeks, I mean, we've seen a little bit of a decline: twenty-two, twenty, and seventeen. Uh, seventeen against the Jets too, which we call all kind of talked about as a, a bounce back so 17 yeah that's it's concerning um his next three are against new england seattle arizona though so i'm I, i'm gonna say that he gets back on the you know right track for the next three okay although you know uh we'll you know as the week goes on we'll do start sit and kind yeah. of compare guys but it's certainly more of a conversation now yeah than, i don't believe it yet i want to give him another couple weeks but he's been horribly mm-hmm. inaccurate uh, yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. Back to the Cowboys. Believe it or not, Amari Cooper is not a must-start wide receiver anymore. 
I think you could bench him for some of these uh, high upside flyer guys and stuff. He's. I was about to go there earlier when I was saying, like, with these matchups, with Danu- if Danucci's starting over Dalton, and even if Dalton's starting, like, you have you do have to consider it. Danucci, man. I've yeah. never heard of this guy. Do you know anything about him? Where you Not a school? thing. Yeah. No. Um, Neither does anybody else. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I shouldn't feel bad. Um, I mean, Amari had – he ended up with, I think, uh, still like a, a – decent enough day yesterday didn't he have uh you have 15 points his next two against philly and pittsburgh uh he's he's still must start you're gonna end up starting him wide receiver too uh at worst so yeah yep all right last one believe it or not mike evans is a wide receiver three the rest of the season boy that's concerning i think i'm there we're four games now uh, with the sample size, uh, with Chris Godwin in the lineup and and Gronk dominating, Gronk dominating, <laughs> and Antonio Brown showing up, and Tom Brady literally just surveying the field and hitting who's open. And most time, like when three guys are open, it's hard for. I think I'm there. I yeah, think Mike Evans is a flex going forward. Yeah, and and you can hope it's for a crazy touchdown. to say. I know, and it's not Mike like. I see people getting all conspiratorial online, like, oh, my God. is my-. Mike Evans is not Odell Beckham. Like, you do not have to worry about this guy throwing fits. Yeah, 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 no. Like, so... He doesn't care. I, I don't think that there's any sort of narrative where Tom's going to want to get him going, so to speak. Like, yeah. Mike Evans, trust us as Buck fans, this dude just wants to win. Yep. He literally does not care. He was drinking, like, Cognac the night we signed Tom Brady. Like, mm-hmm. the dude does not give a shit. So... Yeah, I think I think I'll go with flex rest of way. I mean, yeah. unless there's an injury, which definitely could happen to Chris Godwin or whoever, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to be selling him this week to people. I think so you know, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're going to get back for him. He was uh, bare, he just doesn't get the targets, man. It's crazy. And mo- and more often than not as well, he's getting the other team's best corner. Yeah. Like when we played the Packers, he got Jair Alexander. Uh when we played the Saints week 9, he's going to get Marshawn who is burnable this year, but still, yeah. like when we played, defenses, he always plays Mike Evans well. Always, yeah. When we play defenses, they're prioritizing Mike Evans on the outside a lot. So you know what's crazy is the last couple of weeks we haven't seen like a Mike Evans bomb. It's always Scotty Miller. It's, it's so Scottie funny. Miller, I always yeah. think, oh, this one's going to Mike, and it's always Scotty Miller. And that last one, was you know, just I saw a beautiful. thing from Bruce to, uh, Bruce Arians today. He said that in four wides, we're moving Mike Evans into the slot a lot. Uh-huh. So I wonder. I'd have to go back and watch the Scotty touchdown, but I do wonder if on a lot of these Scotty plays, if he's the one lined up outside and Mike's lined up in the slot or not. Yeah. That might be why. Yeah. It's, but it's yeah, odd. it's crazy times. I mean, uh, yeah. All right. Quick word from our sponsor before we get into the waiver wire part of the show. Hunter Skipper shirts are the best for your outdoor apparel needs. The shirts are UPF 30 or higher, which provide great protection from the sun. Use promo code FFKINGS in all caps to receive 20% off your order at www dot hunterskipper dot com all right time for week eight waiver wires who we picking up who we picking up can i start with what guy i mean yeah go ahead i like rashard higgins rashard higgins is only one percent owned cleveland <laughs> brown's receiver he stepped in right away for baker last yesterday and was like by far running the most i, I saw he ran around on every single one of baker's dropbacks yesterday yeah so he's super involved. I mean, it's the and same. He was problem. already getting catches before Odell was gone. Yeah, so. that's, yeah, it's true. So it, I mean, it, there is a little bit of the same the same kind of problems we hedged away from Odell in past weeks. The minimal pass volume and yep. stuff. 
But I like him as a waiver play and a possible flex most weeks. Yep. So the probably top claim if he's not owned in your league is going to be Chase Edmonds this yes. week. Yes, yes. This is a rare RB2-1 on your waivers for the uh, next This is a blow weeks. your fab. This it is. is everything. You it need is. a win. you got to put it all to get Chase. 63% owned, though, so, uh, you know, more Probably than half the league. Probably has been scooped, yeah. yeah. Like, I know a lot of uh, Drake owners might have tried to get him or something like that. But, dude, yes, drop your yep. fab stacks on him. Fab, uh, number one waiver priority. Scoop up Chase. It's going to be a couple weeks before Drake comes back. And, he, frankly, when Drake gets back, if Edmonds does what I think he's going to do, Drake will come back as the two guy. Yeah. Like, uh, Edmonds has already kind of been, looked more efficient with his touches this year, so. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people have stashed Edmonds, and congrats to you if you have. Yeah, I, I had him in one league, and I got rid of him a couple of weeks ago, and I'm mad at myself. But it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's just tough. You, I know, because you couldn't really play him like four weeks ago. So. Exactly. Next up, I would say, uh, looks like Chris Carson's going to be out. You go grab, they said week to week, so that looks like Carlos Hyde's going to be the starter this week. Yep. Uh, 5% owned, surprisingly, so... Yeah, I mean, the he's yeah. probably, he gets a, a good goal line touchdown bet. Um, they do play that Travis Homer a fair amount, yep. uh, like in the two-minute drill and stuff like that. But there's still value in having the Seahawks, uh, you know, primary yep. running back for sure. A deep, deep uh, guy. If if you're looking, if you have an IR spot, you could place his uh, Rashard Penny if you want to pick hey, him up. Yeah, what's his? When does he come back? Um. I don't know yet, but it's got to be. He soon, got put right? on the pup, so it's he should be coming back by like week ten, you know. But they got to buy week ten, I think, or week nine, maybe. So yeah, oh, you'll yeah. have so, to. Stash no, actually, them. Seattle's are the nice thing about Seattle. They had their buy in week uh, last week. Oh, they did. So they're good going forward. Um, I mean, the one thing about uh, about uh, no matter what, Hyde's a good pickup, but just something to keep in the back of your mind, I guess. Their next couple matchups: San Fran, Buffalo. Whatever. Yeah, yep. I think Hyde's definitely, especially if you're the Chris Carson manager. Next up, he's owning 48% of leagues, is uh, Gio Bernard. Uh, yeah. Another, another, he had a great game, 19 points yesterday. And Joe Mixon right now, he's day-to-day. It's looking like, you know, he'll probably be another game-time decision on Sunday. Yep. So, if you're hurting at RB, he's not a bad stash for the week. Jamichael Hasty. Yeah. San Francisco 49ers running back. Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to be out this weekend. It's just going to be Hasty and Jarek McKinnon. Hopefully, McKinnon actually gets work. But yeah, like we're. Uh, I think Hasty's going to get most of the run, the rushes. I think so too. Uh, Hasty had eight points last game. Um, he had uh, nine carries, fifty-seven yards, uh, one target, sixteen yard, one catch, sixteen yards. Yeah, with Jeff Wilson. That was with Jeff Wilson getting. Mm-hmm. So he was really getting in there and getting work. Um, this week they play Seattle, so I. I, I think you can flex either uh well god i, I don't want to tell people they can flex jerry mckinnon but damn like the science the the doing the fantasy math yeah he should be on the field like, yeah they yeah he's hardly played in three weeks or yep. two weeks no three weeks he's hardly been on the field so this really does set up kind of as a good um and especially if you think that seattle's going to be leading a lot of that game um you might get some some pass catching from no for sure i i think mckinnon will be a flex this week but We'll talk about that on the starter sit show if we end up changing our mind. Yep. Uh, next up, Lamichael Pirine, uh, running back for the Jets, sixteen percent owned, still split pretty much even with Frank Gore. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But 
You know, he... I mean, are they just going to stop giving... Stop playing... Cut, Frank. I do play. have a note on their snaps, though, here. Uh, yeah, what do you got? Piran played 70% compared to uh, Gore's 28%. So oh, okay. Piran does sound like he's kind of like they're finally you know willing to give someone other than frank gore the work yeah. or a little bit of work um, no yeah that's true uh what their I, schedule is i think the rush attempts is what was split um but that's good that's good to hear that uh percentage yeah you really just i mean he had uh 13.5 michael yeah it's unimpressive but hey uh you can do worse in terms of running back yeah and sure. he's only 16 percent owned uh that's a it's not a bad stash right now. RBs are tough to find, so agreed. And their rest of season, there's no one that's. I mean, unless they sign someone, uh, there's no one that's going to take that work away. Yeah, they're really giving it to guy. We've seen this with Jan- you. You can't get uh, too too scared off by situation. We've seen with James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, running backs. A lot of the time, they just need a couple things to work right for them, and they can give you flex value. Yep. All right. Next up. Is a guy that played really good on Thursday Night Football. His name is Wayne Gallman. Yeah. New York Giants running back. I would suggest that because he, he's going to get killed on Monday night. Yeah, he is. Josh Jacobs was 10 rushes for 17 yards against that Bucks line. Yeah. Bucks defense is just really good against the run. If you pick up Wayne Gallman, I would not suggest starting him. Agreed. And that's the problem about him. It's He's honestly not worth it this week. Because uh, Freeman's absence isn't expected to be that long. No, it? exactly. So Freeman will probably be back next week, and just like that, Freeman, uh, you know, they were giving him like basically like bell cow usage. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. Uh, if you could get him for cheap, do it. Yeah, but. if you're gonna put a zero dollar bid or a dollar in there on him, he's just a stash guy. He is not a start this week. With how the Bucks That's a great point. Is. Like there is no leeway against the, that Bucks. It's unreal how good they are. Yeah, it's nuts. Next up is uh, another guy coming off IR, supposedly, uh, probably not this week, maybe next week, is Tevin Coleman from the uh, the 49ers. He's 27% oh, yeah. owned. Looks like they're going to, you know, they use all the backs. He might not be a bad stash candidate coming off IR. I mean, I actually, I'm will, I'm going to go ahead and say that when he comes back, he puts McKinnon, like, totally on the bench. Yeah. I, uh, they really like Coleman. And, uh, Which is so weird because they were using McKinnon so much in the beginning. Yeah, I don't get it. I know. But I'm thinking that uh, it'll it'll pro- Coleman's going to have a decent amount of work when he gets yeah. back. Two guys that are uh, could be still on your waivers, Boston Scott, Jamal Williams, pick them up. Yes. Uh, those guys need to be rostered. Jamal Williams saved my ass this week in this one league. Uh, I don't have Aaron Jones, but I had Jamal on my bench. He did an <laughs> RB too. Aaron Jones was out. Throw Jamal in, dude. Yep. It's really he. The AJ Dillon was not even involved at all. Yep. Uh, and they're, the Packers are the type of team that hold people out when they think they can win a game, yep. and it could be happen again because yep. that's just they they want super super healthy team, which is not the dumbest idea. No, yeah, they know that they can roll with... Yeah, like Devontae wanted to play that one game before the bye, and they would not let him. That's so right. they could do that to Aaron as long as they want. Yep. All right, let's move on to wide receivers. There's a, a couple that are... Uh, I brought up Jalen Rager earlier. Uh, Mike brought up Rashard Higgins. I think the top waiver guy to get is Cole Beasley. He's 40% owned. Dude had another great game. He's he's like... he's a, I think he's wide receiver 25 on the year right now. Dude's killing it. I I used to never think he was that good, but Josh Allen's been tarting the hell out of him with John Brown kind of being gimpy or slash not playing the last couple weeks. Yep. 
Yeah, Beasley's been uh, pretty automatic underneath. I mean, Beasley's scores this year 10, 12, 16, 12, 12, 15, 22. You gotta <laughs> love it, dude. Yeah. One of Allen's best throws yesterday was to him, too. It he's was, a consistent starter. Yep, he, he's agreed. a flex and uh, in creeping into wide receiver two territory this year. Absolutely. And in the event um, John Brown or Stefan Diggs have to miss extended time, too. Two guys that have dealt with plenty of injuries over their career. Beasley has a path to being, like, yeah, super uh, consistent wide receiver, too. Next up, I would say the next most important guy is Sterling Shepard. 28% owned. Great week coming off IR. Yep, slid right in. Daniel loves targeting him. He gets touchdowns. Uh, He runs pretty nasty routes, too. Like, he's fun just to watch every play. Um, I've got another uh, New York receiver, though. I think he's a decent speculative ad. Uh, he's unfortunately got two pretty brutal matchups coming up, followed by a bye. But his end-of-season schedule is amazing. Denzel Mims of the Jets. Yeah, Denzel <laughs> Mims is a, a super talented rookie. Uh, he's basically uh, one of these kind of like Demarius Thomas, like tall, like super fast guys. Uh, well, he's actually really good at contested catches. That's what I like the most. Anyways, he comes back yesterday. He slides into where that uh, uh, Jeff Smith. Remember Jeff Smith, uh, that Jets guy that was getting like, 20, yeah. he had like twenty targets in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mims slid right in there, got a bunch of targets. Jamison Crowder was out, but he was playing a different position, and he looked pretty decent. Um, I think he's worth. You're not going to have to pay money for him. I think he's worth a stash. Unfortunately, his next two weeks are Kansas City, New England. Kansas City's very tough against receivers, and New England has. Uh, Gilmore and then they have a buy I think he's worth the bottom of your bench stash though agreed for sure you want to I like shot. taking shots on these rookie receivers yeah. you know uh, we've seen it over and over and over again these rookie receivers that are a little banged up in the beginning of the year are missing time they slide right in and like agreed can, you know when you big time down the stretch another deep shot guy I'd like to throw out there for the wideouts before we move on to another position well first let's talk about Brandon Ayuk oh yeah guys owned in a Man, I totally forgot. I yeah, forty four percent of leagues. Yeah, let me bring up his stat line. And did Debo Samuel get banged up yesterday? Yep, exactly. So that's even more. They use Debo like a running back, man. That's that, I know they. He do. was taking all McKinnon's touches, kind of, because I think his average depth of target is less than a yard. It is. It's dude. all and, behind this and line. Jimmy's scrimmage. like uh, that translates to like Jimmy's depth of target. Like yeah. he's just totally dumping off yep. and handing it off every time. Uh, yesterday, Brandon Ayuk, seven targets, six receptions, 115 yards. Your brother started him. Great start. He did, and we were, like, laughing in the morning. He, he was like, damn, dude, my, I'm really struggling this week. i got yeah. to start Ayuk. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's an awesome start. Yeah, that was a surprising one. I mean, but they they took him in the first round. Um, you watch his college stuff, and he passes the eye test, like, times a 1,000. Yep. It's just one of these guys they'd give the ball in the backfield and run jet sweeps and let him, you know, outrun people. Um. Kyle Shanahan offense, you really like getting talented players in because he just gets people like wide open all game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if Ayuk's out there, he's someone I would actually spend a fab on. Debo banged up again already. I mean, it really is week to week. I mean, it's Kittle, and then everyone else is whoever wants to get open pretty much. Uh, there, there isn't a ton, a ton of like consistent target work there. Yeah, yeah, I like Ayuk as a flex going forward. All right, next up's a deep shot guy. He's only owned in 4% of leagues, but he's been killing it, is uh, Nelson Aguilar Dude. of the Las Vegas Raiders. Let me read these stats off real quick, Mike. Uh, week four, he had four catches, 44 yards, touchdown. Week five, 
Two catches, 67 yards, touchdown yesterday against the Bucks. Nine targets, five receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he's playing the uh, fourteen their number, team leagues. He's and playing stuff. their number one receiver role. Like he, this yeah. is what Brian Edwards was going to play, and now Nelson Aguilar, who formerly a like exclusively slot receiver, I thought in Philly. Yep. Uh, yeah, Derek Carr's targeting him a lot. Uh, he's he running, looked good. He dropped two balls, he but yeah. he, he's running more like high uh, high upper or what. He's he's running targets that are easier for the quarterback to throw mm-hmm. to than Henry Ruggs. Like Henry Ruggs, it seems like kind of what we were talking about last week. Why you would want to pivot away from Ruggs against the Bucks is because he's running these you know huge downfield targets and Aguilar's running those too. But Aguilar's also running other routes, uh, and so he's absolutely at this point a waiver wire pickup, yep. a worthy one. You could spend a little bit of money on and uh, get a flex you know player out of. Yeah. Uh- definitely in 14 16 team leagues mm-hmm. yeah he should yeah. be rostered he's only four percent rostered so you'll have a shot at him yep. uh 12 team you probably don't need to i mean that's true uh, and when brian Ed- you know if brian edwards comes back i'm not sure what his timetable did is. he he made one play yesterday oh no aguilar's 15 you're right yeah, yeah I think, uh, so um, I, I was mixing him up uh i i'm not sure what brian edwards status is um but you know when he comes back there's a good chance that he slides in and takes that because he's the young guy and they're going to want to yeah. get him in the mix all right let's move on to quarterbacks uh waiver options this week number one is obviously teddy bridgewater he's playing the falcons on thursday night oh yeah so they give up the most points to the quarterback for fantasy football purposes yep and yeah he's he's only owned in like 40 percent of leagues currently he's definitely going to be someone if you have bye weeks this week He's got to come in and play, or, you know, he's a good streaming option. Agreed. He's uh, one of the best, like, week-to-week kind of streaming options this year. No one ever has him on their roster for longer than, like, two or three weeks, it yep. seems like. Uh, this is a phenomenal matchup, baby. Yep. Agreed. So, fire up Teddy this week. Next, uh, I would say a good streaming option is uh, Derek Carr. Uh, he has uh, the... Cleveland Browns this week, who are oh, very yeah. good against the pass, and you know even against the Bucks, he had twenty three yeah. against Kansas City, thirty, twenty four against Buffalo. He's had some good weeks this week. Uh, I think he's definitely worth a streaming. Uh, I think so too. In fact, you just put that idea in my head. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. out there. I like that they have. I like that um, Rugs is you know on any given play a seventy yard touchdown waiting to happen. Yeah, that helps Carr out a lot. <laughs> Yep, and then uh, the next one's Joey B, Joey Burrow. Hell yeah. 64% rostered, though, so he might not be available. Yeah, he was killing it yesterday. 406 pass yards, three touchdowns. He's got Tennessee this week. We've just been giving up so much of the pass, surprisingly. He is the Derrick Henry of quarterbacks. This man is just volume, volume, volume. Yep. Going into last week, we pointed out the stat that he had the most dropbacks of any quarterback in the league. Like The guy is just constantly slinging it. Um and so he can even be afforded a bad day, and he'll probably you know make up for it with yardage and touchdowns. Yep, he's turned into like a solid, like close to QB one. I mean, mm-hmm. forty points yesterday. And then uh, now to finish up with the tight ends that are uh, some waiver guys you could look at. Uh, starting with Trey Burton of the Indianapolis Colts. Whoops, <laughs> uh, he killed it, and it looks like they're going to start using him a lot. Philip yeah. loves throwing to the tight end. They've been wanting to get him involved. That that dude's a pickup for sure. Burton's always been real. Like we've always known, he's super athletic, and I mean, yeah, yeah, he's getting the opportunity. And like you said, Phil loves throwing a tight end. Yep. So. 
Always loves it. Uh, Logan Thomas of the Washington football team, tight end, uh, past two weeks. Uh, yeah, yet another good one yesterday. 13 fantasy points and 16 uh, yesterday. Four catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. That's great production, only 26% owned. Another guy you could target on the waiver wire if you're looking for a tight end. Yep, absolutely. And my last guy is a Philadelphia Eagle. I've got one more after that. Okay, Richard Rodgers. Um, yeah. If you know Goddard continues to be out and... Ertz is going to be out longer. Richard Rodgers had eight targets, six catches, 85 yards, was one yard away from a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, so he slid right in. Yep. Like it was. It looked like Ertz or Goddard, you know. Or I mean, once he he loves tight end Simple more than that. friggin' Philip does. So it really is simple uh, as that. It, I think he's like a back end tight end too. And they're playing Dallas. And I mean, they're playing Dallas. He's a good starter this week, maybe yep. if you're looking for one, you know. So the last one I wanted to say was the Cleveland Browns Harrison Bryant. Yeah. Uh, yesterday had I believe two touchdowns. He's looked he's a rookie, so you know, rookie tight ends you generally struggle mightily. I think with Hooper out, if the tie, if the matchup is right, he might be worth a desperation play. Yeah, uh, if Hooper's out, uh they're playing the Vegas Raiders. Gronk just ate them alive. Yep. Uh even though they're ranked pretty high against the tight end. Don't There's be scared. There's a chance that Hooper is back next week. He had like appendicitis, so uh, maybe he's yep. out another week. Um, yeah, he's this is a one week start. Because uh, yeah. then he's on by, so you're, you're okay, dropping yeah. Brian after this week. But he's Definitely. a good he's a good flyer. I, I would say Richard Rodgers ahead of him, but yep, he's still a good flyer because Richard Rodgers has like we don't know with Goddard. I mean, yeah. Richard Rodgers is yep, absolutely. And they they definitely think the Eagles think they can win this game without uh, Goddard yeah. as in they're playing Dallas, who just looks like they've given up. Yep, at this point. But and there's what's the dude's name? Daraducci. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. All right, Kings and Queens, that'll do it for us. Please follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Ask us a question in the review, and we'll answer it on the show for you. That'll do it for us. Everyone have a great night. See ya. Go Rays. (laughs) 